Hello, and welcome to episode 3 of What's the Homework? Anatomy of Wrestling. Officially coming to you wherever you go for audio content. Ed and Eric are back after a little break while Ed took the bar and Eric started work. But don't worry, they did their homework. This week, your hosts catch everyone up on where they've been. Then they dive into last episode's homework. Most importantly, we're listening to your valuable feedback and bringing you just a whole lot more Harry Potter theme music and talk about our parents. So hurry up, finish your Pop-Tart, grab your backpack, and get to the bus stop. Class is about to begin. So uh, we'll count down from three, and after one we'll go. Okay. Okay. Three. Are you counting? Two. Okay, go ahead. One. Okay. Uh, welcome back. Uh, it's hey, been Ed. a little while. Hey, hey, Eric. Do you think the people missed us? Uh, I feel like most of the people that listen talk to us all the time. I think so. that <laughs> I think that if we make it seem like more people are listening, then uh, it will happen. If we like put it into the like sphere. Uh, but anyway, anyway. So if this is your first time listening, maybe it is. Uh, I'm Ed. I'm Eric. There we go. And uh, this is the podcast is called What's the Homework? Is that what we've settled on? It seems like that's been. Yeah, the most... I think we're sitting on that for now. Okay. I see. I think we're already like knocking out a huge demographic because fourth graders hate homework. Oh, but they love <laughs> podcasts. And they like fork knife. I mean Fortnite. 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 Yep, mm. you got it. I even made a joke and said fork knife. <laughs> I really know a lot about fourth grade culture. Wait, do you think fourth graders play Fortnite? Dude, I think like all people play Fortnite. I feel really like I, I guess I missed the trend. Have you have you played it at all? I haven't. I feel like it's too late. I know. I feel like it's too late too, but like it's so ubiquitous with like current society that even like there are just videos of like celebrities and adults playing it now. It's like the Macarena. Yeah. But it's kind of violent, right? I guess it's, I think it's just a shooting game. It's not more or less violent than like, I don't know. You play that weird Splatoon game. Yeah, but you're like painting someone. Yeah, so it's like a shooting game where you're you still have guns, but they shoot paint. Like yeah. what a what a way around that. Yeah, I think like that's when actually Apple more dangerous. The emoji for gun to a water gun. Oh, I like, like that. Like life I... just felt better after that. <laughs> you felt safer. Yeah. Okay. Damn, well... I really don't want to talk about shooting. All right, can we move <laughs> on? So we're not talking about fork knife anymore. No. Okay, so we're going to do a brief, like, drive... Oh, God, I was about to say drive-by. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to do a brief pass-through of our lives, where we've been. Uh, Eric's been working, right? Yeah. As a doctor. So what have you been doing? I was on... They call it on the floors, which is, like, the people that deal with you when you're in the hospital. Uh, and that went well. The hours were long, but they were good. Um, nothing crazy. Nights are hard, but we only do a week of that. Are they hard because you're like tired or just crazy stuff happen at night? Well, you're just like totally flipped on like you're working. You get to work at 5 p.m. and then you leave work at 8 a.m. Hmm. But so no crazy stuff. Like have you ever worked the night before? (laughs) <laughs> no, I never worked a late, like, a overnight shift. I've done, like, late nights at school, but it's totally different if you're working through the night. Yeah. But then again, like, you work at a children. Am I allowed to say you work at a children's hospital? Yeah. You work at a children's hospital, so, like, when I think of night shift at a hospital, I think of, like, crazy emergency room. Do you guys have, like, an emergency room? Yeah. Oh. Um... You're the only person in the world that can make being a doctor seem boring. <laughs> it's not boring. I just, like, I'm not out, like, I feel like it's very hard to make real doctoring seem interesting because the idea that we have from TV is that, like, yeah, you get these late night calls where you're, like, going in and, like, using, you know, tubing from a soda bottle and, like, the bottle cap and then... <laughs> You know, whatever. So, like, 
open someone's chest and save their lives. It's not what it's like. like okay, but I mean, but does that but does that ever happen? No. Never. Not oh, that God. I've seen. Oh man. That's, like we have I mean, systems in place. I mean, I guess there are systems, but like. It's hard. You're I don't not going to MacGyver something in the hospital. Well, I'm not, <laughs> Get the I'm appropriate not... tool that's Sorry. like cleaned. <laughs> okay, I guess I wasn't specific enough. I just meant more like, like really crazy codes and like stuff happening. Not you using makeshift hospital equipment. <laughs> I know you work in a real hospital. <laughs> We're um, out of supplies. No. That's. Yeah. Let's go to something a little more positive. Uh, I was studying for the bar exam. Uh, oh, positive. <laughs> so the bar exam studying was fine in the last couple of days it just got really like i think the combination of just doing it for like 10 weeks and like seeing the light at the end of the tunnel just made me like completely uh not interested in doing it anymore ever yeah. again and then uh the exam came and it was dude it was it's for me the most stressful part was getting there I like so many nightmares of just like either like they make it seem like you're going to be crossing the border into like North Korea that people are going to be like patting you down, <laughs> metal detectors and all that stuff. You like can't be- bring chapstick in, right? Dude, I saw better. There's better security at like more bars. Like they don't look at your bag or anything. Like my biggest fear, which I literally had nightmares about was they said you can't have a shell on your laptop. And I have, like, a protector on my laptop because it's falling apart because whatever. So my laptop is, like, kind of falling apart a little bit. But when you put the shell on it, it's just fine. But they said no shells on your laptops. And I was just, like, so afraid to take – I took off the top part, which is fine. But, like, I was afraid to take (laughs) off the bottom part. And, like, I just, like, was having nightmares that they were going to make me take it off. My laptop was going to fall apart. And, like, if you're not typing your answers – Either you're, like, a super genius or you're an idiot. Because you're just never going to be able to, like, word vomit enough in one of those books. Yeah. So. Wait, is that they, what you would do? Like, if they were like, sorry, you can't bring that in. It has a show on it. You'd have to write them? No. So give you, you a laptop? So my fear was <laughs> my fear was that I would take off the shell and my laptop would fall apart. <laughs> mm. But. So I got there. Your uh, laptop must really be messed up. It's not. <laughs> it's, it's not like messed up. It's like a MacBook. It's, it's fine. One piece of aluminum. It's not. It's. It works totally fine. It's not that messed up. I was just like being a worry wart. I was also afraid I would get there late because they were like on the paper. They were like, "Be here by eight a.m." Once again, I thought that they would like lock the doors at eight a.m. And, like, I'm coming from Astoria to the west side of Manhattan. And, uh, I don't know, like, traffic in New York can be, like, absolutely insane. And, like, the only direct bus uh, train line, like, took me by train. And then it was, like, another mile walk to get there. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, fuck that. God, I keep swearing. (laughs) I was, like, (laughs) first off, just before I forget it. If you're going to bleep those out, you need to make a less startling and awful bleep <laughs> noise. Because I listened to it, and it is... Ugh. Ugh, Eric. Come on. All right. All okay, right. so back Can to Can you make a saying. bleep noise for me now, and then I'll just dub that over? Go ahead. Okay. Boop. Perfect. Right. Perfect okay. to the ears. And a perfect time. But anyway, so I took an Uber both days, which, like, also... The Uber said it would take 30 minutes to get there, but I built in an hour and a half. So I get there, like, right at 6.50, and, like, there's, like, two people in line, and we're just standing there until, like, 7.45 when there's, like, a line of, like, 100 people. And then they start letting people in. And, like I said, the security is just, like, regular New York guys. Just, like, they, like, look at your bag. They, like, looked at your laptop and brought it in. People had, like, shells on their laptop. It was the Wild West, man. (laughs) (laughs) All my fears were assuaged then. And, uh, however, the fact is that they, like, there were, like, two, there were, like, long tables where, like, four people would sit, and they were just, like, arranged, like, in rows. So I would say there were, like, five columns of, like, I don't know, six long tables with four people in them each. I don't know what the numbers are. Okay. (laughs) It's really important. Like but, over uh, 500 people. 
Whatever, yeah, a lot of people. And there was like one power strip per table. And some people were precariously far away. Like, these are real problems. Like, being afraid that you can't charge your laptop during one of those exams. Stressful. Yeah. Very stressful. Okay, but that was the bar exam. Did you have I took, power? I had power. Nope. If I <laughs> if I failed, it was purely by my own merit. Okay. All right. There were no there were no extenuating circumstances. However, on day two, I did get pretty tired. Yeah. Mm. Day two was multiple choice for you as well. Yeah. Day first day was uh, essays. So I think it was like eight essays, and the next day was two hundred multiple choice questions, and it's mm-hmm. just. It's a grind. And Are it's you like, breaking a contract by talking about the bar exam right now? I don't think I, I – I, as long as I don't talk about the questions, which I straight okay. up don't remember. <laughs> but, yeah, I feel like I feel like I don't remember anything from the bar exam anymore. And yeah. I don't know if that's indicative of me, of me not knowing anything to begin with. No, dude, that's how I felt after exams it. too. There's just a huge brain, like, dump. Like, your brain takes a massive <laughs> dump of all the information you retained for, like, a month. Yeah. Which is why these exams are dumb. All right. I agree. I agree. But you're done, okay. and I'm sure you passed. And We find out in October. And if I didn't, I will be secretly taking it in February, and I was going to tell everyone that I passed and not to worry about it. Yeah. So we won't plan on having any episodes in October. <laughs> we could have an immemorial oh, episode. Oh, God. If the podcast makes it that far, I'd be so okay. proud. <laughs> All right, keep going. Where are we going next? Take us on okay, this journey. So a while ago, you were supposed to watch wrestling, which oh, I, which I realized was weird for – I mean, I'm glad you did it, and I'm excited to talk about it. I highly doubt any of the viewers watched what you were supposed to watch. So we got to kind no. of like – I guess so this is partially for me, just to see what you think. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll branch out to like – you know, that segment of an audience that doesn't know us, but is interested in what, you know, you and I think about wrestling. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, I got like a full page of notes. Really? Um, all right. So it starts out very odd. I don't know if this is how wrestling starts out. There's a weird guy talking, making huge, like, proclamations about what this match means for, like, the future of America. <laughs> Um, and is like shouting about whether me, the viewer, is doubting or rooting for Austin. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Can I just stop you for one second? Yeah. So this what is, is already what is happening. This is already the greatest thing I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life, and I've never been happier in my entire life. My whole life is built on trying to get people to do the things that I enjoy. I'm a real picture like that. <laughs> And not only did you do it, but you took notes on the thing, and I'm very happy. But so, right. yeah, this is like – they do it in a lot of – they actually do it in, like, boxing matches too now. It's kind of like telling you the storyline of what happens. So wrestling is, like, there are episodes of it week to week, and then, like, mm-hmm. each month there's a pay-per-view, and that kind of acts as, like, a weekly finale or, like, it's just, like, a big moment. And then there are these, like – there are four throughout the year where it's, like, the big pay-per-views – which kind of act like season finales. Okay. And then there's WrestleMania, which is what you watched, which is like the season season finale. So it's like okay. this is the this is the end to the biggest story. It's like story. the Avengers of Infinity War. Right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you're watching the culmination of like months and months of matches like between Stone Cold, it's a ball guy, uh, who does middle fingers and drinks beer. And uh-huh. Bret Hart. So you can keep going and t- tell me what you okay. got from the beginning thing. Now I'm really curious why Infinity War didn't start out this way. There's <laughs> like a huge hype up about whether uh, – whatever. Who cares? Whatever. Right. So so you're watching it. It's, it's asking you like who do you, you – you keep going. You're doing great. Yeah. So it's asking if you're like on Stone Cold Steve Austin's side or not. And I have no opinion – because I just know that that's a person that exists. I don't know anything about them. All right. He comes out. He's obviously got a sleeve. Well, so it starts out there's some ref who for some reason needs to be wearing a sleeveless ref costume. I don't know why. <laughs> do you, oh, do you want then, me to answer these questions for you? Or do you, do you yes, just why does the got? ref not have sleeves? Okay, so the story between these two guys is 
that Bret Hart is like the WWE's number one good guy, and he feels like he's being slighted by the company, and like keeps being put in positions that like are unfair. And the number one bad guy right now is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he's kind of saying that Bret Hart is a whiner, and uh, throughout the like months, like people are like. Yeah, maybe, like, the guy we really like. It's kind of like how everyone likes Tom Brady or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you're the golden boy at one moment, and then people turn on you. So people are slowly turning on Bret Hart. He's been, like, super famous and is, like, super popular. And some people are starting to like Stone Cold just because he's, like, an anti-hero. And this is the okay. match that's, like, the culmination of it. But, yeah, keep – oh, and the referee <laughs> – Wrestling is really stupid sometimes, and because <laughs> they can do whatever story they want, they're like, okay, it's WrestleMania, let's let the referee be this new famous, this new character we're going to introduce. And the character they're introducing is a former UFC fighter. So his name is Kent Shamrock, and he was like probably one of the most famous UFC guys of the time, and he was coming to WWE, and this was like his introduction that he's going to be the referee because this match is so crazy that they need a strong referee to enforce the rules. Yeah, and he's wearing a shirt that looks like it's like literally body painted on. It yeah. doesn't have to be that tight, but it's, it's very tight. It's really it's really bizarre looking and kind of takes you out of the match, but it's also hilarious and has become kind of like a part of it now. But yeah, keep okay. going. Okay, and I will correct you. This is back when it was WWF before World Wildlife Foundation sued them. Yeah. Anyway, all right. <laughs> um, Steve Austin comes out. Uh, he looks like a skinhead. Um, and that's what I noticed. Ed, everyone there is white. They're all <laughs> white people. And... In tw- in eighteen years from when this occurred, they all vote for Donald Trump. I don't know about that, <laughs> but maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. Then <laughs> what's his name? Bret Hart comes out and he's wearing pink because he's a feminist. Um. <laughs> so it seems like you're on Bret Hart's side right now. Yeah, because because he's wearing pink and he's a feminist. Well, after watching the, like, pre-match promo, did you have any, like, opinions or allegiances? Um, I feel like, actually, I'm probably more on Austin's side. Okay. Let's, okay. Bret Hart seems a little, a little new age. I don't like it. Third wave feminism. (laughs) All right, anyway, so you're... Okay, so they spend a total of 20 seconds inside the rink. They're immediately outside. What is the <laughs> point of the rink? <laughs> why, did, why did they go in there? They were out within 20 seconds. It was a, It's a no-holds-bar match. They save, like, those big matches where anything can happen for the pay-per-views. But okay, they're outside the ring. Are you excited okay. by any of the fighting at all? And I just... It's fake. Yeah. Okay. But like, I don't know if this has changed. Maybe I need to look at a new one. The <laughs> fighting looks fake. It doesn't look like they're trying hard. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So they leave the rink. They're now going very far into the crowd. Oh, I've never by the way, seen this before. <laughs> by the way, the stipulation of the match is this is a uh, I quit match. So to win, you have to get your opponent to say I quit. Usually by, like, some sort of painful submission maneuver. And Bret Hart has, like, uh, his, like, he has a famous submission maneuver. And Stone Cold doesn't. He does the stunner. That's just, like, a throw move. It's not really a submission. So that's kind of a Mm -hmm. subplot, too. I feel like we got to run through this. We're losing people fast. All right. Okay. Can I just tell you one quote that happened? Yes. Okay. The announcer says, I quote, a physical dissection of the lower anatomy by Dr. Bret Hart on patient <laughs> Austin. What the hell is happening? Why is any- that was written. Someone wrote that and then said it. <laughs> I think it sounds so good. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so funny. All right, so so how does the match? So what 
does anything stand out to you like in the match besides that? What about the uh, brutality brought, of it? Why was Brett's daughter brought into the mix? Okay, so they turn the camera to Bret Hart's daughter, and the announcer said she's covering her ugly face. <laughs> <laughs> Why oh, are they awesome. attacking his daughter? Well, so like the announcers, there's like a good announcer and a bad announcer. They really play up this good and evil thing. It's very Roman, Roman play-esque. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyways, my understanding is Brett has this little move, the sharpshooter. Oh, okay? the sharpshooter. Very deadly. And it is the ultimate insult if uh, Steve Austin is able to pull off the sharpshooter on Brett. <laughs> is that correct? Yeah, it's, it's it's insulting. Yes, it's very. It's, it's very like if insulting. Bobby Flay comes to your hometown and he makes paella better than you. Yeah, yeah. Or going into Bobby Flay's like apartment and then like challenging to a chili cookoff and then beating. And then you him. beat him. Yeah, and then kill him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get him to say, "I quit." Yeah. Uh, and he quits. All right. Austin yeah, okay. bleeds a lot. I'm yeah. assuming the blood is real. Uh the blood is real. Okay. Um, so he's bleeding, and what do you do? You remember anything about the finish? Okay, so at some point Steve Austin passes out. At which point, if there was any reason to convince the audience members that this was a real fight, I assume doctors would be there <laughs> and rush to him. <laughs> no one does anything. I like how that's what takes you out of it. Did you feel like uh, so? Five, so who wins? Do you remember who wins? Um, I think Bret Hart won, right? Yeah, he did. You're right. But then the but then the ref punched him. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you cheering for anyone by the end of it? Uh, I liked when the ref punched him. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> oh, um, I think I wanted Steve Austin to win. Yeah, I have so, to say I was invested by the end. Got it. But it just feels so fake, Ed. No, I understand. I totally understand. I think that's the hardest part to get over the fact that you understood the story. So the reason that I wanted you to watch that, just the gist of it, was that's like one of the things you can do in wrestling is you can kind of tell like these big stories in the ring, and the story that's told there is like. The good guy walking in leaves as the bad guy, and the bad guy walking in leaves as the good guy. Mm. So, like, Bret Hart, it, it's hard to convey when it's your first match, but, like, for years and years, like, Bret Hart, the good guy, was, like, I don't I don't even know how to, like, Mr. Popularity. Like, all little kids liked him. He was on The Simpsons, and, like, all of a sudden, overnight, he goes into, like, a match, and he leaves, and it's Stone Cold, and Stone Cold, like, ushers in the era where wrestling is, like, the most popular it's ever been. And it's because of Stone Cold being, like, an anti-hero. Okay. Yeah, and, like... So, yeah, that's... Eric, I'm really proud of you. Thank you for doing that. It was good homework. It was good homework. I, You know, homework is... It, it takes two to do homework. Someone <laughs> to do the homework and then me to listen Someone to, to assign it. Oh, that's what it is. Yours is much better yeah. than mine. Oh, man. Damn. All right. Oof. I need That's like a it. cigarette after that. <laughs> All I right. think that uh, this is where we'd have a commercial for like stamps.com. Oh, yeah. We'd swim in that money pot. Still, still none of that. So the next thing uh, we could talk about, I've heard feedback from some of our listeners. Mm-hmm. And they want to hear about our parents more. So uh, a little bit before the bar exam, I went camping with my parents. I brought uh-huh. my lovely girlfriend along with me. Uh, we met my parents and like eight of their adult friends, all Russian. Well, yeah, I think they're actually, they're all some Eastern European. Some of them are Russian. Some of them are uh, Ukrainian. They're all some form of Jew though. We're all the same. It was a a Jewy gathering of, uh, uh, Eastern European, Eastern European people in tents and Katie and I stayed for one night and, my parents stayed for four nights after that, and uh-huh. uh, we got there. Uh, it was – man, I feel so much pressure now to talk about my parents. Don't feel pressure. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't even know where to – no, I'm just kidding. So 
We drove Are you there. reading text? Is that what's happening? That's good audio, Ed. <sighs> you, you can see right through me, can't you? <laughs> so we got there. Our tent was set up. My parents had already started drinking, and there was a ranger that was going around, and this was a big controversy amongst – can I refer to them as the campers? Uh-huh. Amongst the parent campers that the ranger was coming around making sure that nobody was drinking because no drinking was allowed. Wait, uh, Really? In the park. Isn't that yeah. the whole point of camping? That's and you know what? That's what my parents said, and they said it in Russian, and they said it <laughs> surlier. But yeah, that was that was what they were saying. But did you? Did Do you your parents camp- rant a lot? Are they ranters? No, my parents are like oh. they they they're quieter than I am. I'm more of the loud, boisterous. Boop. Uh, hold on. Boop. <laughs> There you have the deep noise. Yeah, thanks. I'm more loud and boisterous. I think my parents are better listeners than I am. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we get there. Did you ever go camping with your parents? I went camping with my dad. Just I haven't gone camping dad. with my mom in a long time. But you've gone before? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what it's like for other families. I guess it's all the same. They just bring like a We started kind of... a fire by accident, so... <laughs> Was there a big fight then? Um, my dad freaked out, and I got water bottles and dumped them on it. Oh, I think I feel like that's not what you're supposed to do. Why? What do you put? It was a tiny fire. It wasn't like. Did you start those fires know, in California? It, it worked. <laughs> you started those fires in California. Is that oh what you're yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. You just oh, admit those types of things pretty it's easily. It's bad out there. Yeah, it's really bad. It's There's no camping out there. But anyway, so <laughs> I get there. We have, like, tons of Russian, random Russian lunch meats and Russian meats. And oh, someone brought taco meat and someone made borscht? Russian salads. There was no borscht, but there was okay. vodka. My parents like to drink vodka tonics, so everyone's drinking vodka tonics. Mm. Everyone's getting schwasty, sitting around fires. Then the next day we go hiking. Um... Once again, pretty normal. My family can be eccentric. When they camp, I feel like they do normal stuff. I have videos of my mom making animal noises, though. No. Yeah, she likes doing those animal noises. But I think Which that, one? I think, she, I think I made her do, like, a frog. Then I think oh, she did... Wow. Oh, my mom was fascinated by this chipmunk that was running around. And she, like, when she would see it, she would, like, chase what, it. What noise does a chipmunk make, Stella? Well, it goes... <laughs> but yeah, my mom continues her fascination with animals. I really feel like in another life or in this life, she should do some sort of zoology work. Yeah. Maybe we'll, that will be a part of a future podcast. Once again, when we're rich and famous, the fans will pay for my mom to go to zoology school. Oh, and then we'll have a podcast called My Mom Bought a Zoo. Oh, yeah, that'd be so. Damn. You are, you're so good at these podcast ideas. Shut up. <laughs> oh, right. so there was drama. One guy from the campers lost his watch in the river. Not the river. The lake that everyone was swimming around in. So everyone was diving, looking around for his watch, which cost like $10,000. That kind of stuff is so stressful. I so wanted to be the guy that found it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone was looking for that. Also, new development. Be- besides Katie and I, of, I would say that there were like, I, I think like four families. So I would say like 12 people there with kids. Every mm-hmm. single person had swim shoes. What? Dude, I, exactly. What Everyone wears shoes. It's just like, the, like, they're made of the same, like neoprene or whatever, like uh, uh, swimsuit, not swimsuits, like uh, scuba suits are made of. Oh. Dude, everybody's wearing swim shoes now. Swim shoes now. I felt so left out and afraid. It made me more afraid to swim. I felt like I you was doing something wrong. Just wear flip flops or something, or ah, don't put flip. your feet down. What are you gonna just tread water for hours? <laughs> yeah. Not all of us are hyper athletes like you. Jeez. <laughs> but anyway, so everyone's wearing their swim shoes. We're all looking around. Uh, while I'm in the lake looking around, I turn around and near the shore, like I would say, like. 12 feet away from me, I see, like, a uh-huh. snake swimming in the water. Ooh. Ooh. So, before I tell you Did what I have I a do, watch? 
That's funny. Uh, I should. I, I think it takes away from what you said when I say that's funny. But anyway, um, I'm, I, before I tell you what I did, what would you do in that situation? Like everyone's looking around, but you're the only one that's noticed that there's a snake. It's not like coming directly toward us. It's kind of behind the group. Oh, I'd ask your mom what noise does that make? No, that's what you. That's the first thing yeah. you do. So what I do um, is wait. Was I it like, on top of the water? Yeah, it was swimming around. Mm. So what I did was I swam over to Katie and I said quietly, <laughs> I, I said quietly, let's get out of the water. So Katie and I quickly got out of the water and I said, there's a snake in the water to Katie. What should I do? <laughs> and There's a snake in my boot. For real though. And by the time we looked back in the water, we couldn't, I, I think we saw it again, but then it kind of swam by the group. But mm. I feel like I didn't I didn't want to like panic everyone and it wasn't like so like if it was heading into children I would like try and save a child but it was a bunch of burly russian dudes. Yeah. They've lived longer than they probably should have anyways. Right. I mean but survival yeah. of the fittest. Exactly and they are fit. They all look like olive colored bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all like <laughs> anesthesiologists. It's weird. But yeah, so I was camping. Uh, and then I went to, after the bar exam, uh, I went to Katie's parents' lake house, which is mm-hmm. on the board. It's on this lake called Lake Gaston. And it's on the border of Virginia and North Carolina. And it's about like 40 minutes from the nearest Walmart, which is in like a really small town off 95. Mm-hmm. And... Like, they did a really – the lake house is really nice. It has, like, Wi-Fi and everything, and, like, they have a boat and jet skis. Mm-hmm. But every time – Katie's family is so normal. It really makes me embarrassed about my family. Uh, but they're, they're so also, boring. They're also calm and nice, and they, like, make egg salad. Oh, God. <laughs> they're so white. They have, like, a whole cupboard full of board games, and they have, like, memories of playing. Did your parents play board games with you? Um, we did when I was a kid, and then, like, when I got to middle school, we stopped playing. I love yeah. board games, man. Dude, I love board games, too. And Katie's family loves board games, and they're really good at them. And they know a lot of weird ones, too. Like, have you ever played like, um, what did you play? <sighs> Fudge. What's that one? It's like Sorry. It's like Adult Sorry. Parcheesi. Trouble. Uh, no, it's Parcheesi. <laughs> Not Trouble, you idiot. Stupid. No, it's Parcheesi. <laughs> that game was fun. And we played uh, Yahtzee. Yahtzee's mm-hmm. good. Played Farkle. Any games played of... after the 80s? or? <laughs> no. Katie and okay. I have been playing this uh, game called Dominion, which is super Ooh. nerdy and made for lonely couples. But that's pretty much it. <laughs> But yeah, the lake was fun as well. Uh, we were kind of out in the boonies. Uh, I decided to really treat myself. I was like, this is a vacation for me. And when we went to Walmart to buy supplies, I got What'd you to... what did you uh, get? Oh, I wanted to buy a fancy cereal, man. And Katie was really mad because I was really indecisive. It's really hard to pick like a cereal. First problem... Even today, it's the worst. Dude, There's exactly. like eight different Especially, versions of Lucky Charms. Exactly, and especially when you're like, I really want a treat. You're looking at all the sweet cereals. There's, there's a Cinnabon yeah. cereal. What? Yeah. There's a. There, Did there's you a, see there's that a, there's now a Lucky Charms where they took out the Cheerios and they put in Frosted Flakes instead? What? Yeah. Okay, that's. Just I've like, had three boxes in the last two weeks. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot you're a thin boy and you eat things. <laughs> it's all gonna come down in your head, man. I'm telling you, you're yeah. gonna have like type three diabetes. Yeah, a new a new one. All right, so what did you get? Which cereal? No, so first off, there were only family size boxes, and like I felt annoyed. There were seventy five percent family size boxes. I didn't want to buy a huge box of cereal. Like it's frustrating. So my selection was toned down. I ended going. I ended up going with Captain Crunch with berries. All right, solid. Solid. It was a regular size, which was good, and also like. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't want that. I thought, like, I do want sweet, but what if I want a little bit of that, like, cereal fruit flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. So I thought it had the best of both worlds. Cinnamon yeah. Toast Crunch was up there. 
There were a lot of like ice cream flavored cereals, which I feel like could be hit or miss. No, there were good. there were Oreo O's, which really tempted me. Then there were yeah, golden Oreo, the golden Oreo O's. Ooh. Yeah, but like they don't have the marshmallow, so it's just like all that like sugar loop. Yeah, eventually you just end up back at a Cheerio. Yeah, exactly. Damn, cereal is so good, man. You can make a podcast just about that. What a podcast it would be. It'd be shorter than this one. <laughs> and yeah. And that's what better. people are thinking right now. And thus better. Do you have anything to say about your parents? No, they're fine. I haven't seen them. We're talking to them this weekend about weddings. Oh. Because goodness. we're in the stage of planning. Already? Yeah, we just started and we need to talk to my parents about who will be involved in that planning. My parents first off, have planned a wedding. So they feel like they have a lot of expertise in the area. They planned one wedding. Um, And they also, they just like to show how much they love and care for people by, like, offering to handle things. Okay. They can pay for my wedding if they want. Can we'll they pay for my wedding? I definitely just said handle things and not anything else. <laughs> we can bleep that um, out. Here, I'll give you a... <laughs> um, which is very nice and very generous, and I love them for it. But there are other people parents. involved in this people. wedding planning. Right. And so we just need to talk to them about that. So I'll let you know how that goes. Family stuff like that is weird. The mingling of families is always kind of intense. Yeah. And I feel like weddings... Along with, like, births and, uh, I guess, I don't know what else, and funerals <laughs> are very, very intense and yeah. getting families together to decide. Because there's, like, a lot of, like, weird toes. I think the, I think the only thing that gets, like, adults prepared for this in a young age is when you were planning sleepovers as a child, did you have mm-hmm. your mom talk to your friend's mom? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. So Do you that remember was when a, your mom was kind of your assistant? You were yeah. like, I want to hang out with Sean next weekend. And yeah. you would tell your mom, and then your mom would call Sean's mom. Yep. And then they would set up. What a weird idea. I know. That's Looking back on that, that's very bizarre. My dad never did that kind of stuff. Oh, of course not. Well, my dad would, doesn't want me hanging out with any American boys. He doesn't want me hanging there. All my friends are idiots. That's a, that's a line that my dad loved. He... He loved to say that until my sister, and he learned that that was a way to completely alienate your child. So he stopped saying that. Wait, my dad's become. Wait, he would say that your friends, Edward's friends, are idiots. He would say, "Oh, he says, see, I don't know if it's a joke. I think it starts out as a joke, but it's just like everyone is an idiot and like there's no point in hanging out with anyone else like you should be studying or hanging out with your family <laughs> or exercising he's changed he's mellowed out i promise every time i see my dad he does things that are like more and more like wow you're like really you're you're a great guy great guy top notch dad love him <laughs> but you learn as you go on <laughs> he yeah. did say my friends were idiots pretty often Nice. It's because he always thought somebody was like, like, why are you always driving your friends? Or like, why, like, or do you want to sleep over at their house? Why can't everyone sleep over here? Why do you want to sleep over? I feel like I've talked about sleepovers in every podcast. Um, I don't think so. I feel like Is it I really? I think so. I'll have to go into the back catalog. Go to the wiki. Well, it's all behind yeah. the paywall now on Stitcher Premium. Yeah. You can only listen to the last one episode. <laughs> and the best of. <laughs> okay, so you right. mentioned it, and we're kind of going back into it. Wedding stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I, uh, Katie's sister's wedding is this weekend. Transition. Transition. Nice job. That was like uh, that guy you like, the melon. Yeah, melon head. Yeah, melon head. But anyway, right, so Katie's ahead. sister's wedding is this weekend. Uh, mm. That's going to be fun. It kind of like, I guess, like, did you feel like you were really involved in your sister's wedding planning? 
uh, like the week going up to it, I felt like, oh man, this wedding won't succeed if it's not for me. I played a minimal role in how that went. <laughs> I, I mean, they kind of everything have everything planned. Katie has like a speech and stuff. I'm like yeah. reading something at the wedding. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's oh, Sid read something and I gave a speech. They were like, they were like, is Ed okay with reading something? And I was like, yeah, sure. And they were like, is Ed okay with reading something from the New Testament? Oh and my I was gosh. Like, I'm. To- I guess I'm okay with it. But now I wonder what part it's going to be. I hope it's oh, like hope something it's one where about it's Jesus. like, well, aren't they all about Jesus? <laughs> I think so. But my parents are going to be there, and a part of me does feel weird about that. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't care. I would feel better if my parents weren't there. And I'm okay. sure they don't care. But, like, I hope there's a not a ton of either Jewish bashing, which I don't think really is in the New Testament, right? Yeah, I don't. They wouldn't, <laughs> they wouldn't say that that stuff at the wedding, first off. Yeah, I mean, he was a Jew, so. Yeah, that's true. And also, like, I don't want to say, like, how much I love Jesus and how I want to <laughs> drink his blood and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you guys say? Yeah, and that's a classic wedding part. <laughs> the, one, the one where he offers his body and bread, yeah. And People do that at weddings blood. a lot. But yeah, man, I'm excited for the wedding. I hope it goes great. Katie's sister is going to be very happy. I'm excited to meet uh, Katie's sister and brother-in-law's family. I met mm. them once. They seem very normal. So mm-hmm. hopefully it's fun. But some people get pretty lit at weddings, man. Yeah. Like Family weddings are always weird. Yeah. When oh, it's man, like your friend, like friend weddings are always fun, but family weddings can either be like weirdly fun or just mm-hmm. the worst. I've been to like a cousin wedding and I've been yeah. to like some more periphery weddings. This is like the second, I mean, I went to like a family friend's wedding that we knew since we were young. I mean, I think this is obviously the closest family member that Katie's ever been to who's getting married. So I think it's going to mm-hmm. be really intense for her. But it still seems, like, a little far off for me. It's, like, my girlfriend's sister's wedding. Yeah. It's, like, I still feel, not detached, but, like, I don't feel, like, a ton of pressure. But then again, this could be the first wedding I've been to that has a disaster occur. It could be. Let's hope not. Oh, my God. There was a, I, I told Katie, the car needs to get inspected, and I'm stressing about that. The inspection is due by the end of August. Did you know that you can only get a car inspected in the state where it was initially inspected? Uh, yes. It's stupid. Well, it's called it's a really... state inspection. Yeah, but, like, I thought, can't they just, like, look at, like, oh, Pennsylvania needs tires. <laughs> Let's make sure you the tires think. are functioning. But anyway, so I'm afraid that the car is going to blow, like, like, blow up on the way. Not blow up. If a car breaks down in the middle of the highway, that's really stressful. Don't you think? Yeah. Has that yeah, ever happened to I you? would agree. Uh, it did, actually. Ooh, recently? No, like like uh, three years ago. Oh, in the... It didn't break the, down. I mean, I just got, like, a flat tire. I guess that's not really a car breaking down. Yeah, it's a car but, breaking but, like, down. I, like, <laughs> luckily some, like, literally a tow truck was just passing by, so I didn't even have to uh-huh. call AAA. I just, like... Do you know how to change a tire? No. No. I feel like I feel like we should know how to do that. I feel like if I had to. Yeah, dude, just pull out your phone, go on how YouTube. How hard could it be? Yeah. Do you, do you have a jack? I think they're in the car, right? Yeah, man. You got to do that yourself. That's the man's job. Yeah, I didn't do I'm, that. I'm I mean, just, a tow truck literally passed me. No, <laughs> Can you, you, you just take fine. me to the... <laughs> I saw a guy, we were driving back from like, uh, the lake and then my parents' house, and I saw a guy, like, literally on this packed New York, like, uh, the Grand Parkway, and, like, his car just, like, stops in the, stopped in the middle of it, like, nobody's in the driver's seat, a woman is sitting in the passenger seat, and it's just, like, taking up a whole lane of traffic, and, like, I just see this man, like, mile and a half away, walking back towards the car. That's, like, my nightmare, man. Just, like, yeah. blocking off traffic. So I was – I really like to stress Katie out right before bed. So <laughs> this is our pillow talk. I'm lying in bed, and I'm like, what do we do in that situation? If, like, you're on that expressway and your car breaks down, 
Mm-hmm. I had I had a plan, and Katie said that it was stressing her out and that she wanted to sleep. What was <laughs> your plan? You, you put the car in neutral, like, and then I get out and like I guess I push, and Katie angles the tires and we pull it off to the side as much as we can. And if people honk at us, they're assholes. My car broke down. What the hell do you want me to do? I can't pick yeah. it up and move it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I caused traffic today. <laughs> oh, my mom is trying to FaceTime me. Speak of the devil. I'm going to push decline. Hopefully that doesn't, yeah, decline. So that's uh, the wedding. I told you about my anxieties about the car breaking down. Uh, yeah. That's, 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 that's what I got on that. Are you excited right. for Katie's sister's wedding? Well, I hope your car's fine. No, it's going to be fine. Huh? I asked if you were excited for Katie's sister's wedding. I am. There's going to be I'm a excited to hear how Katie's speech goes. I I was pretty close to crying when I gave my speech. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to cry if I have to give a speech at something. Yeah. I'm a little crybaby like that. It's a lot of pressure, but I feel like the key to speeches is like brevity. Like, I think it's just like you're going on long. I don't know. I don't know what the key is. I, when I've given speeches in the past, I end up talking too fast. That's what I do when I'm stressed out. But I don't know. I feel like just the pitfall is just don't go on too long and don't be inappropriate. Yeah. No one, the inappropriate jokes, not that Katie would ever do that. It never works. Uh, did she do that it's just full of inappropriate jokes yeah you know katie it's just full of like it's a lot of like uh a lot of like period jokes really racy really racy yeah like gina gershon period jokes like yeah uh like butt stuff like like Like, nanette style wow that's a that's a recent reference i just heard somebody talking about that and i have no idea what that is should that be my homework oh god what is, yeah, what we is could, it? We could we could do that. Okay, I'll watch it. It's Nana. depressing. What is it? Basically divided into three parts. So the first third is a stand-up. Mm-hmm. The middle third is critiquing comedy in general. And the last third is critiquing our just like current landscape. So it is two thirds not a stand-up. Okay. See, so. it's tough for me to trust anything you say now because based on your analysis of your wrestling homework, I think Which that you have like spot a, on. I feel like you have a brain deformity. <laughs> so I'll just, have to, <laughs> I'll just have to watch it for myself and figure it, figure it out. So we're coming to the end. Uh, the last thing we always do at the end of our oh no, we have two more things to do. Quick, dear Crunchy Corner. Oh, and all right. Okay. No, wait. So, 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 do you have a song for Crunchy Corner? Um, no, we need a jingle. Do a jingle. What should okay, the jingle okay. be? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go. Crunch, crunch, crunchy corner. Here we are at Eric's Crunchy Corner. Yeah. The end. And that's it. That's, that's right. the tentative, the tentative theme song. Okay. And then I'll just insert like sounds of chips. I guess. Alex yeah. said that he really liked when you put the Hogwarts theme in. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so all right, we get it. It's not going to be a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> now would be the time. Yep. Now would be the time to put the theme in, just for like a little bit. <laughs> but also, when I listen to the theme, too loud. You're terrible oh audio god. engineer. Oh my god. Okay, all right, so quick. These uh, cookies. What do you have? These are cherry cola Oreos. Now, if people don't remember, because it's been a while. There are three, three ways we score. All right. Is it an original, interesting flavor? Uh, did they meet that flavor? And then is it good? Goodness. Right? Yes. Goodness. Okay. Cherry cola. Would you say that's an interesting flavor? Were you thinking that you needed a cherry cola Oreo in your life? Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to give Are away you, the like the hidden like uh, like the the X factor here? Yes. So uh, it also has popping candy in it, which they have done before. They made a fireworks Fourth of July Oreo, which had pop rocks in it. So this is not new. 
Um, but I assume that's how they're getting the bubbles in there from the soda. All right. It's a very pretty looking Oreo. It has a swirl. It's red and white. And it's kind of like a like a peace sign shape inside. <laughs> that would be really awesome right now. What? If this was a video <laughs> podcast? No. Well, yeah, that's true. But if instead of eating it, he shoves it in your butt. <laughs> oh, uh, your butt chug. That would be so funny. Maybe right. that'll be the next one where you do that both times. Like you do one in your mouth and then the other one goes in your butt. Uh, notice how I said butt. We might have to cut that whole part out. I'm really sorry. I'm actually so embarrassed that I said that and my ears feel hot. Oh, God. And it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, you're eating the cookie. So what does it. it taste like? All right. Well, like Claire from Bon Appetit astutely pointed out, the Oreo cookie, it just can't be beat. That chocolate cookie is so good. Um, the icing is terrible. I'm not enjoying it. Is it really cherry Oh. Oh. <laughs> it sounds like you really like it. <laughs> Is it hurting you? <laughs> I think the problem is I don't like cherry cola. I don't, I don't know anybody that does like it. <laughs> like, Why do you know anyone that, that likes it? I feel like there's like a I'm whole... Like, once oh, again. I'm getting the pop candy. That's fun. Oh, All right. Okay. Why wouldn't they have done like root beer? Or like... Just Coca-Cola. I don't know. I like a Coke float. Like, not a Coke float. Like, a Coke slushie. And maybe a cherry slushie. But, like, who are oh. these people that like cherry sodas? Oh. I mean, generally, who are these people that like fruity sodas? And I don't know. I'm not a soda guy. All right. I will say it tastes like cherry cola, though. Okay. So, it's high in that category. But, like, would that taste good dipped in milk? I feel like that would taste atrocious. No, what do you put milk in your soda? No, but like you gotta do Oreos and milk. That's true. Oh, it's very conflicting. Oh my god. So now the other one goes in the other place. What? You still want me to put it in my butt? <laughs> well, the bubbles. Will be... Oh, oh that's funny. All right, rain All right. And cookie. Okay. Uh, zero. No one wanted this flavor. <laughs> At all. Um, yeah. I would give it... I'll give it a point for meeting the flavor that you well, chose. Just one point? Well, how many points is each thing out? So I, I think you just get one point. You get a point if you did it. So it's like an on and off switch. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. And then zero, this cookie sucks. I'm not eating them. I'm throwing the whole bag away. Maybe I'll just eat the cookie. <laughs> That's right. hilarious. It's a one. It's okay, bad. Don't so one get out of three it. is your rating system. Don't get it. Okay, don't get it. Okay, but the That's other option the... at the store was kettle corn. So ew, also disgusting. Who are these people that? There are people that don't like that kettle doing. corn jelly bean. Mr. Oreo's kid needs to go to camp. He needs Nabisco. to do something else. Nabisco. That's oh. one of those like giant corporations. I feel like Nabisco yeah. and Pepsi are friends. <laughs> Nabisco, Pepsi, and Taco Bell. Those are all these, like, giant conglomerates. But anyway, yeah. back to what you were saying. Have you ever had a success, besides, like, the double stuff and the golden Oreo, have you ever had any variation that was good? Yes. The Reese's is very good. You've had those, right? I've had, I think I've just had peanut butter ones. I've never had the specific Reese's. Mm, it's a totally different it's thing. It's different. Like, it's, oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, but otherwise, I don't really remember any other ones that are particularly, the variations that were particularly good. I like the red velvet. Now nah, I'm, I'm assuming that just tastes like cream cheese icing in the center. Yeah, basically. I think I got the birthday cake And then cake the cookie's ones. red. I think there was one that was like a, a cookie dough center that I was very interested in. Oh. Couldn't find that one. <sighs> well, now I'm just depressed. I'm depressed that your cookie didn't go well. I was really, mm. a lot of my happiness for the evening was banking on you enjoying your cookie. Can you tell me just briefly, because Sydney really wants to know about how your pickles went. Oh, yeah. So I wanted to make pickles for a while. I started them yesterday. They should be done in 10 days. I think I might have done it wrong a million different ways. I think I might have done it wrong. I put in, they said, put in a bunch of dill. 
I didn't know how much dill that was. Is that the whole dill stalk? Is that like a handful what? of dill? So I put in wait, a, like a bunch a is in like a hand, like a handful. It said a bunch of dill. No, like a where, bunch. where are you getting this recipe? Reddit. I think it was Epicurious. It probably said like a head of dill. But also All another right. stifling thing was my jar was a different size than their jar. So <laughs> I was weird there. Then it was unclear if the jars needed like they were like take your jars out of the, the canner. And I was like, I, I don't have a uh, pot big enough to boil my jar. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to these pickles. They said that you have to cut the tops off too. I didn't cut the tops off. I think this might be a failure, but in 10 days, I will tell you. They are why you, garlic. Why did you follow the instructions? I thought I did. <laughs> I really did. I thought you I did. You have to wait so long. I know. But if these go well, I think I'm going to do pickles one more time. And then everyone says do pickled cherries. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, man. I think that this is going to be my thing. You know how, like, you do ice cream and everyone loves yeah. you? And I'll do pickles and everyone will hate me. No, people like pickles. Pickles are the new ice cream. Oh, my God. Do you like any flavored pickle? Do you have any suggestions for next time? Uh, I don't know. You just put peppercorns in it, right? I put – I didn't put any pickling spice. There was none in the recipe. I put in salt, dill, garlic, and hot red pepper. Fresh. Fresh. Fresh pepper. Wait, like like a real pepper? Like a real pepper that I cut up. And then my fingers oh. were hot all day. And then my eyes hurt. And I was just not – Oh, my God. I hope the pickles went well, man. I'm sure it's they do. It's getting a lot is riding Okay, so we're coming near the end. Uh, do you have any plugs? <laughs> no? You're not plugging anything? No. Let's do, do a quick do etiquette plug thing. your Twitter? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ed underscore... What, what is it? Oh, no, no, no. It's I underscore R-O-B-I... Wait, what is it? Ed, it's I oh, underscore R-O-W-B-I-T. I wrote it. Yep. Go and follow my Twitter. I don't think I've had one extra Twitter follower. Why is my nope. life this way? Why can't it be different? I'm going to become a monk. Yeah. That'll make things different. Do you want to do a really quick etiquette, or do you got nothing? We could talk about uh, what to do with ugly dogs. I don't think is... there are any. Let's not do that. The second one is okay. way too deep, and it's okay. make people sad. Okay. I don't think there are any ugly dogs. I think all dogs are cute. I love dogs. I want a dog really badly. Okay. We could do a whole podcast on etiquette in an elevator. <laughs> do you have any etiquette that you use in an elevator? Um, no, I don't have very many weird elevator stories. I've never been trapped in an elevator. Sometimes I was... Afraid of that happening, but is no, there anything elevator. that someone does in an elevator that annoys the heck out of you? No. Okay, you're in a full elevator, and you need to get off. And nobody moves. And okay, no one seems to think there. Everyone's under the. This happens on the subway too. That mm, if you step in, out of the vehicle, for some reason, no one's going to let you back in. So yeah, if you're I, in my way of getting out, get out of the car, either the subway car or the elevator car. Get out so I can get out. People are going to let you back in. Everything's going to be fine. I need <laughs> to leave. Yeah. <laughs> I need to leave. I'm a doctor. <laughs> Do you, so what is your, like, what is your break in case of emergency? I need to get off the train now move. What do you mean? I just leave. No, but, like, what if people aren't moving? Do you start pushing? Yeah. No, oh, damn, you're aggressive. What, what would you do? What would you do? I, be like, I guess I'll go to the next floor. <laughs> I just say, I guess I'm not going there. <laughs> no, I have, a, I have a whistle that I blow really loud. Oh, okay. No, I'm just kidding. I just push people. I'm a oaf. I do oafish things. I push um, people and then, like, I run away and yell. Right. Well, that was great. I'm really glad we did this, man. I miss doing this. Let's do it again next week.
Yeah, what are we going to do? Oh, so my homework is to watch Nanette. Uh, yeah. Your homework. Uh, why don't you cook something? Do you have time to cook? Like what? Oh, I don't even know, man. I'll text you what the homework is. The people will be surprised. All right. You tell me. Perfect. I will. All right. Okay. Well, I'm signing Eric's off. Eric's going to cook sa- something. Maybe. Or he's going to do some sort of technical challenge. Okay. Great. All right. I'm, I'm sa- out in the open. Yeah. Out in the open. Somewhere somewhere out there. Some sort of adventure challenge. All right. All right. I'm going to put a stop probably already left. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you, Eric. I love you too, Ed. All right. I'm going to put a stop recording and then I'm going to talk to you. Okay. And talk about how this went. Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Dumbledore, Snape, Severus, Snape, Severus, Snape, Snape, Severus, Snape.